Hey there, this is Kevin. Callan. And this is Katie. This is episode one of Hot Rods of the Sky. It's more of an intro of who we are, what our family does, and why we're interesting enough for you to listen to. My name is Kevin Kimball. Um, I professionally today restore antique airplanes as a continuation of a family business started by my parents, Jim and Jane Kimball. Uh, all started as a hobby, passion for old airplanes, and in short, not being able to afford to go out and buy one, so you have to fix it yourself. And my dad can pretty much do anything in any way, shape, or form. So that's where we started. I grew up in it, started around seven years old, and so that's 50 years ago, and uh, just kind of kept going. And our, I really enjoy bringing these pieces of history back to life, seeing the customers that, that own these enjoy them, other people around the world being able to take a look at the airplanes and enjoy and see these pieces of history, which are really aviation art, come back to life and, and be there for generations to come. Most of what we do will probably last another hundred years and just about every time we rebuild an airplane and restore an airplane it's the last time we get to work on it because they last forever so uh we're going to be doing a podcast here with my my son callan and my daughter katie and it should be a good time hello everyone my name is callan kimball i am a uh amp mechanic uh my dad is kevin and my younger sister is katie um been working on airplanes my entire life, uh, professionally since about 2004 or five, um, during one summer and just asked if I wanted to work, started working and hadn't turned back yet. So, um, well, a pilot of a pilot's license, um, love airplanes, love anything about airplanes, big or small. Yeah. I just, any excuse to fly is any is a good excuse. So, hi, my name is Katie. I am Kevin's daughter and Callan's. I almost said Callan's brother. I am not Callan's brother. I am Callan's sister. Well, you for were until you were there, thirteen. Yeah. yeah, for a few years there, I was Callan's little brother, thanks to a very cruel um, short haircut that, for some reason, I asked for. Um, but anyway, I am Kevin's daughter and Callan's sister. I don't sadly interact too much with the airplane part of um, our family as much as I used to. Um, I grew up obviously with Callan and we spent a lot of time at the hangar. He always spent more than me, but I've kind of gone down a little digital marketing career rabbit hole. And um, the reason I'm here, you might be wondering, is I'm just super into history and stories and I love learning and everything else, and I think I'm the only one that knows how to use the podcast software, so um, that's kind of why I'm here, but hopefully I can be some kind of comedic relief, but we shall see. You did work at the shop. You know, you did work in the family business. You didn't mention that. You know, you've rib-stitched wings. You've done stuff like that, so. But did she get paid? Was, I was paid $4 an hour. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you back in what day? <laughs> so off the top of your head, what are some projects uh, that we're going to cover in this podcast? Because we haven't really planned out all the episodes yet, but um, what do you, th like, top five favorite projects from Kevin? Let's hear it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we're going to talk about the Vega that we're working on now for sure. Uh, it's just a, such a historic airplane. We're going to talk about probably the, the GBZ replica that Jeff Iker and I built, and, and I think that's pretty cool. And a lot of people identify with that airplane. And uh, we can talk about some of the airplanes that um, you know that were one-off designs that we did, like the McCulloch Coupe, um, the program we did in a kit plane business, Pitts Model 12, where we uh, developed that into a kit. And uh, we'll probably talk about a boat or two and some engine stuff. So, yeah, it could be a mix. What are your favorite ones, Callan? Top three favorite projects from JKE Works. Well, uh, I guess Vega is probably the, so far as, it's definitely the most interesting, I think, that we've done that I can remember. Just because of, we had, it's just like a never ending dig. You know, you turn the, you turn the page and like, oh crap, now, now we have to figure out how to do this or where does this go? So it's kind of a interesting thing, um, which I don't remember. I don't remember having a project that was, has been this in depth on researching and trying to figure it out, um, how they did it. You know, there's a way we would do it, but it's just different. Um, I don't know. I kind of like well, the, and that. Good. Well, that's one thing that I've really noticed with the two of you guys um, is that <laughs> um, I forget which airplane it was, Callum, but you you were talking about how they they painted the washer silver inside the wing, and you guys had to paint those silver, even though no one will see it without stabbing the fabric and being able to look at the washers inside the ring wing. You guys would know that it's wrong and you refuse to do it wrong, even though no one will notice it. And I think that's one of the interesting things about all of this. Cause to me, it's like, God, that's, you know, I don't know how much work that is, but it seems like a pain in the butt. Like just move on. That's that's something that's really interesting about all three of us, you know, right now is that we, we always like to learn. The three of us continuously like to learn. And that's what these kind of projects allow us to do. We restored, you're referring to a steerman in that particular example, and we've restored 35 of those things, 40 of them, whatever. And you never really have the time. The customers can't afford for you to do all of the little details usually. They just want to get an airplane and, and go. And for the steerman that we were doing for ourselves, Callan really got into looking at the drawings, the factory drawings, and seeing all these little details. And then when we took some old wings apart, we found silver silver paint underneath the washers is what it was on the wood. Mm. The paint was on the wood and it's kind of messy and it was sticking out from under the washer. And it was there so that an inspector walking by as they're building the wings in World War II, he could see that, yep, somebody put, put a coating underneath the, the washer. It's definitely protected. So the silver was in a, kind of an identification mark to know that <laughs> there was something underneath the washer that should be there. And um, so now, you know, we we did it on the, the airplane that Callan started restoring, and it's kind of a family project. And I've but, definitely noticed as, <clears throat> as, like, not being able to really, like, you guys can hear an airplane and know exactly what kind of it is. <laughs> uh, Hazel's getting good at that, One just too. flew over. Yeah, plane. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, for me, I'm I'm not as like detail oriented with that stuff, but I do see some replicas or restorations that you guys have done and then somebody else has done and I can tell maybe it's because of what I'm used to, what I looked at for five years growing up, but I can tell that it's oh, this 
this is longer than it should be, this looks different, that that looks different. You can tell the differences between, I guess, a Kimball restoration and an, another restoration from somebody else. Well, you know, we all have our own styles of doing things. So, and that's really something that like Callan is, Callan picked up on the same stuff is that, you know, you can kind of, kind of <clears throat> recognize the work that we've done in the past and go back about 30 years ago, you know, I'd covered half a dozen P51 rudders with fabric and I could walk down the line at Oshkosh and tell you which one I did and which one somebody else did. I couldn't tell you who else did the other ones, but I knew my work because I could, I knew the way that I did things. And so then, you know, now, you know, there's a style that's mine. There's a, a style of doing things that's Callan's way of doing things. And we can recognize that. Uh, as far as what we try to do, we try to make those complementary or, or overlapping well enough to where if I were doing something and stopped and Callan picked it up, you wouldn't know that <laughs> it changed hands yeah. on who was doing it. But it came out of our shop. Right, it's it's yeah. to our standard, our shop standard, the Kimball standard. Yeah, you sure. Say. Yeah, which I think, <laughs> I think it's not just with um, fabrication, engineering, paint, or restoration that the the Kimball um, uh, standard kind of pushes through. I think we kind of do that with a lot of our stuff. Like Callum, the way you guys were building the flower beds, it had to be just right. The way that Callan helped me build my furniture in college had to be just right. I'm like, it's Ikea. Just throw it together. It doesn't matter. But it had to be Look just right. Like, everything has to be just right. Yeah. No, it's it's gone. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it did not last. But, yeah. So it's every, I think in every aspect or project that we take on, um, you know, whether it be a hobby like this. This is a hobby. You know, we're not getting paid to do this. It's just fun. Um but, you know, we've all spent hours making sure that it's going to sound right and that we're not going to sound like, um, uh, like uh -oh. people at a drive through on McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the whiffy on yeah. there. But. Can you still hear us, Callan, or not? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me? Okay, your oh. video dropped off. Your video went out. I think yeah. our internet's getting slow here. Yeah, or in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. Probably time to get some <laughs> trees trimmed, something. Yeah. But, you know, all this really comes down to my parents and my grandparents and things like that. That's that's really so many things, you know, are passed down. And one thing that my parents passed down to us was a work ethic that I think is why we do the way things the way that we do it. Um, you know, just. It's just the way way it is. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, you know, inside your family, you go like, oh, you're being lazy. Why'd you do that? You should do better. <laughs> um, but then, you know, somebody else is going to look at what you're doing and go, oh, wow, you know, that's 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 so cool or it's where where it's at. Yeah. And then we might look at somebody else's stuff and go, man, I sure wish you know, we could do that. You know, I wish we could reach that that level. But that same person might look turn around and look at ours and go, ah, oh, I wish we could reach that level. So it's all in perspective and what you're looking for. And there's there's the things that seem to be important to us in the work that we do and the type of work that we do. And there might be something, you know, a slightly different set for somebody else uh, of goals or targets that you try to hit. Um, 
But, you know, obviously everything is airworthy, everything's safe, everything's really pretty. Uh, that's the easy part. But, um, you know, the hard part is what should be the end result. You know, we don't know. How, how do you get there? You know, um, so we spend a lot of time having to invent ways. I won't say invent ways. We have to We have to go and discover how they did things, understand how things were done in the time, what tools they were using. We don't have to use those same tools. I mean, most, in some cases we don't, but we need to understand it. It's kind of like, you know, for me is, you know, going through college and engineering, you take, I don't know, 10 math classes. And then when you finally get to the end, you know, like Calc 3, they go, oh, yeah, you know, that stuff you learned before, you, know, you don't have to do it that way. You can just kind of do this and it gets you the result. But you have to have that history lesson that does it, none of that. The, the easy answer, the easy shortcut way that you know, the I say shorthand method of getting things done doesn't make sense if you don't understand the context. You can't be a stenographer and not know what the language is that you're recording. And for us, that's really what we do. We, we, we have to dig back, figure out what it what it's supposed to be how to make it, how to make the tool to make it. And really at that point, it becomes how many times do you have to make the part to get the one you want to keep? <laughs> and you yeah. might make, you might make three to keep one. But that's how and I goes. think that was the main reason we wanted to, we wanted <clears throat> to start this little like podcast hobby project is because a lot of the end results, you know, um, like we we take it to Sun and Fun or we take it to Oshkosh and everybody's oh it's gorgeous it's so pretty you get a pretty plaque and then you go home and you probably you know won't see the plane like you said for a few years if at all or the plaque and because we don't own the airplane yes yeah right it goes yeah. with the, it goes with the customer you know these <sighs> that's a, that's another key point to point to to make is that we do have some projects that are ours um, but everything that we do and how we make a living is not doing something on speculation and then hope to sell it later. It's all we're restoring these aircraft for a client. And what we're trying to do is, is um, our job is to make their dream with that particular project come true, you know, and then, <laughs> you know, we get to see it, we get to enjoy it. And I've often said in the past that, you know, for me, it's, it's the journey getting there. Once the airplane flies and we do that last little check, then that's it. For me, I'm I'm ready. I'm already on to the next project because I don't I don't sit there and mess around with these things just to try to hopefully get a go for a ride or get to fly it. You know that's not why I'm doing it. It's the it's the this whole discovery and archaeological dig through history to figure out how all this stuff was done, get it done, make it that kind of thing. So some and, other people and... might be, have another reason. Yeah, and sometimes like the, even just a project that we did in the past uh, can bring other stuff into it. Like um, <clears throat> the steering we did for Dave Christians. We did the airplane 2012, 15, I don't know. It was before Clint. So it's yeah. at least 12 years ago. And I had a call from the guy a couple days ago, yesterday. I guess it was yesterday. He wanted. He flew that airplane a month ago and wants us to rig his airplane so it flies as good as that one. Because <laughs> he knew I had said he said I had flown two dozen Stearmans 
and it was the best flying Stearman I had ever flown. But it was the first time I had flown a Kimball Stearman. <laughs> so I want to fly more like a Campbell Stearman, even though it's not. <laughs> well, and that's what, you know, like with a lot of these projects, I think I remember um, like when... I don't think I was too little, but, uh, and I asked you, dad, what's your favorite part of building an airplane? And, you know, as a kid, you think of, you know, oh, I, I love the paint or the design. I, you know, like come up with some big elaborate, it's just so beautiful. And your answer was just a very Kevin answer. It was when it flies away and never comes back. <laughs> and it, like yeah. when it's gone, that's my favorite part is, is when it's gone. Cause that means that everything's good. It's safe. It's over and we can go to the next one. So yeah. it's kind of like a graduation <laughs> type deal with it. Yeah. One of, one of dad's, um, geographically, you know, we're, we're in Florida. So the Southeast corner of the United States. So, um, one of dad's sayings what, what has been for a long time, they look the best headed Northwest <laughs> because yep. just yeah. about every one of our projects is going to go Northwest. We do have a couple of clients that were in South Florida, so you know, it didn't work out uh, to, to that phrase, but for the most part, looks best oh, no. heading Northwest. Over the last 40 years, there's only been half a dozen that have gone South of us. Right. Maybe half a dozen. Well, and I think that's why, um, you know, like, I think it's good that we found this platform to actually talk about it. Because like I was saying, you know, we, you guys spend, you know, sometimes 10 years on a project. You finally get, you take it somewhere. Maybe you take it to an air show or maybe you don't, but it's gone. And then mainly like with these stories that we've heard of, you know, oh, we had to find these blueprints and the plans and we had to figure stuff out. Um that's usually told at the dinner table or when we're, you know, like talking in the car on a long drive. That's stuff that we discuss between, you know, within the family and with some friends. But, you know, they're really interesting stories, um, even the historical aspect, plus all of the bumps that you guys are going to inevitably hit along your project, you know, you run out of this one specific wood because there are no trees yet and you have to wait for the trees to grow back, you know, like really right. just like obscure issues that nobody really hears about. You know, they, they see the beginning and then, um, they kind of see the end and they're like, dang, that's pretty. All right, yeah. let's go to Warbirds now, you know, yeah. and then yeah. they don't, you know, so it's a cool platform to be able to talk about it. You know, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's hard. It's hard to explain seven or eight thousand man hours with 30 photographs in a magazine yeah 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 mm -hmm. it's really hard to do i mean it and um matter of fact you know we were at dinner wednesday i mean no monday right cal with wade and james yeah and monday. and wade says we were talking about whatever it was you know and it was it was really about an airplane that they're interested in that that we touched when i was 14 years old and <laughs> he said uh who's writing all this shit down and I said, funny you should ask, because Katie had the idea that we needed to do a podcast. And so some of this stuff is going to get recorded in some way, shape, or form. But, um, you know, we're not making a book. Yeah. Nobody's got time for that. We talk constantly. So at least we can talk into a microphone. But right. I think writing, it'll be one of those projects we never get to, just because writing sometimes is Chapter, and we never even get to write. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chapter. Yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep but, in chapter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't and, read. 
I was going to say, I was like, Callan would pass out just reading his own writing. So I, the, I open a book, look, feel for the thick pages that have pictures, look at the pictures, put the book on the shelf. Right. If it doesn't have pop-up, if it's not a pop-up, we're not interested. No, no, no. If it's, if, if it's, not, it's not a parts breakdown or a, or a structural repair manual or something All like right. that, you know, the, he's all about that and he our drawings you know he'll sit there and and he can remember that you know on this particular drawing at list on a steerman for example there's 30 different kinds or 15 different kinds of steerman that's got all check marks for which one oh i know that that particular piece that he's got on his that should be on an a model not on a b model huh? he's got that wrong but he all that's locked in into his memory where you know i don't i don't bother with that kind of stuff that's why yeah. you know it's cool that he does uh, not to brag, but I can name all the presidents' names in order. So, cool. you know, just like putting my, tooting my own horn here. But, you know, it's not knowing that a screw is wrong on an airplane, but I learned it in fourth grade, steel trap. So I know. can count to ten in Spanish. You taught me that. That's about all I know. I taught you that? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Neen taught us to after count I French. After I took Spanish. <laughs> yeah, oh, after... <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, this whole podcast is going to be us, uh, well, uh, my dad and Callan talking about projects that they've worked on and me asking dumb questions and maybe uh, sprouting in with a random history fact that no one knows and no one cares to know, but I happen to know it anyway. Um, so we hope you guys enjoy it. And if you don't, um, don't bully us. Uh, you can email <laughs> literally anybody else. Uh, but uh, yeah, so hang on and we'll be, we're hoping to get some episodes out every week and for it to be pretty interesting for you guys. And as long as it stays fun for us. So stay tuned. Mm -hmm.